Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 122 of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you're having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So normally this time of year, I produce a special Christmas episode that is all about the season and Christmas and giving. But this year, I've decided to do things differently. I know that we are in what's considered the most wonderful time of year, but I cannot ignore the difficulty that many people are facing, including myself, this holiday season. Right now, life can be described as how Charles Dickens said it. It was the best of times and the worst of times. You may have a lot of really good things going on in life, but you may also be having to deal with some really hard things like grief. So today we're going to talk about grief. I have lost two family members in the past five months, and I know so many people around me and in this world are mourning the loss of a loved one. So this holiday season, we are going to keep it real and talk about grief, what it can look like and how to deal with it. And so I hope to inspire you to give it some time. Hello again, everyone. I hope that you all are doing well and staying safe. If I can be completely honest with you guys, I didn't really want to do this topic, okay? (laughs) I have been asked a few times to talk about grief, but I have really been kicking the can down the road because I just didn't, it's heavy. It's really heavy and I just didn't want to talk about it. But a couple of days ago, my family lost another member. So I'm doing this episode for my cousins who just lost their mother and everyone else who has lost someone. I didn't want to do this episode because grief is hard for me. I'm a very emotionally sensitive person and grief and even seeing other people's grief is tough for me. But I know that this is necessary. Death is something I've never been very comfortable with. But ironically, I just took a grief counseling training earlier last week. So this topic is very fresh um, on my brain. Before I begin, I want to say to anyone listening who has lost a loved one that I'm so sorry for your loss, that I am praying for you, and I know you have it within you to get through this difficult time. So today, I don't really want to provide you tips per se. I just want to have a discussion about the things I've learned about grief, both personally and professionally. Hopefully, you will find them useful, whether you are dealing with a recent loss or you are struggling with the loss from many, many years ago. So that notion um, will actually take us to the first thing I want you to know about grief, and that is there is no time limit. Just like I said, this is for people who whose loss is fresh and for those whose loss still feels fresh, even though it happened many, many years ago. The reason there's no time limit on grief is because there is no time limit on love. Just because a person is gone doesn't mean you stop loving them. And grief is an expression of love. 
My therapist friend, Edith, um, who specializes in grief, has a beautiful phrase that she says, and she says, "Is grief is the last expression of love. I hope I got that quote right, but she's right. When we are grieving someone, it is because we love them. And that grief after they are gone may be forever for us. What changes over time is the intensity of the grief. In the beginning, it may be really intense and difficult to do much of anything other than grieve. Over time, the hope is that you are able to live, to function and continue to grow, even if you are still having some sadness and you miss your loved one. So please, people, don't go telling people things like you should be over this by now. Because that's not how this works. If you lost your parent, you don't just suddenly stop missing them one day. You will more than likely miss them every day of your life. And that is okay. Don't spend your time trying not to grieve. Spend your time trying to become conscious of how you are grieving so that you can get through life. Now that we know that grieving may be lifelong, let's talk about how you grieve. This is something that can be a little tricky. Everyone grieves differently. Children can lose a parent or a group can lose a friend and every single person in that group may respond differently. Some people may cry a lot. Others may become very busy and distracted. Some people may use humor while other people may sleep a lot. Some people are willing to talk about their feelings. Other people may internalize it all. Some people drink their feelings. Some people eat their feelings. It is important to recognize how you are coping because sometimes we may not recognize the behavior that we are exhibiting as grief. I'll use myself as an example. After my father-in-law passed away and things finally kind of settled down a little bit, I found myself eating a lot and not just eating any old thing. I was eating sweets. I mean, baking cookies, baking brownies, baking cakes. And with it being the holidays, it just gave me more permission to eat sweets. Now, initially, I did not realize that my increase in eating sweets was related to me coping with grief. Because it can be masked as so much. Oh, it's the holiday season. I'm just eating more because it's just the holidays and I'm just so happy. And the same thing goes for people who are extra busy. Oh, I'm just so swamped with work. I just can't stop. But the truth is you're staying busy because you don't want to think about the grief. Oh, I've just been so tired lately. You know, I just need to go to sleep. But the truth is you're sleeping through your grief. That's how you're coping. Oh, I'm just drinking a little more than normal now. Just trying to relax. The truth is, this is what you're using to cope. Oh, I just been strolling through social media a lot more than normal. I'm just bored. That's all. The truth is you're doing this to stay distracted from your thoughts. Oh, I'm just eating all these sweets because it's the holidays. But the truth was, it was a coping mechanism for me. Grief comes in all types of forms, but you want to make sure that you are taking the healthiest right possible for you. Okay. Many of the things we do to cope are there. So we don't think about the sadness. There's a time and a place for this, but eventually you will need to deal with your feelings. That may be through counseling, talking to a friend, journaling, going for a run so that you can think in many other ways. I don't specialize in grief, but I have helped clients deal with this in many different ways. Some have found comfort in writing letters to their loved ones. Some found it helpful to celebrate them on their birthdays and holidays. Some found it helpful to develop traditions in honor of their loved ones. Some found it helpful to pray to their loved ones or even talk to them spiritually. 
Some found it helpful to join a support group to help them get through it. Tap into healthy coping skills, not just distractions that help you in the moment. Get the skills that will help you throughout your lifetime. One thing I want to encourage you to not do is grieve alone. Grief can be heavy, and I do not want you to take that burden on alone. Even if you feel like you are strong enough to handle it by yourself, please don't. There are too many people in this world who can relate to what you are going through for you to have to do this alone. Just as many people are born or as many people that die. So everybody is connected to death. Okay. So everybody is connected to grief and we can all help each other. Don't go through this alone. Connect with family and friends. Have someone who you can be vulnerable with and cry on their shoulder when you need to. Have that person you can call on tough days. Have that professional who can help you learn to cope when you're having trouble. Don't walk around with this mountain of grief on your shoulders, just determined to climb that mountain by yourself. Don't do it. Let others help you during this final expression of love. Next, I want to address the stages of grief that are always floating around anytime something like this happens. The stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And I want you to know that not everyone feels these emotions and that they are not sequential, okay? Everyone doesn't feel these emotions in that order. To me, these stages of grief just represent a few of the emotions that people can go through while grieving, but it's not all inclusive, okay? It doesn't mention emotions like happiness. Yes, while grieving, some people may feel happy or feel gratitude when they think about good memories of their loved one. It doesn't mention anxiety, especially during a time of COVID when death can make people feel very anxious. You may go through all stages of grief or just one or two. I don't want you to think that you have to go through each emotion in that order and that if you don't, you're not grieving properly. There is not a formula to grief because we are all individuals. So our process will be very individualized. Okay, so it's good to be aware of the stages of grief, but they are not the standard of what grief should look like. Lastly, I want you to take it one day at a time. The tough part about grief is that it can feel calm and peaceful one day and the next day it can be full of rage and sadness. It can be overwhelming. So just take it one day at a time. Try to practice things daily that will help you be your best each day. Figure out what coping mechanisms work best for you and try to stick with them. But if you have a bad day, remember that tomorrow is a new opportunity to try again. It can be devastating to think about having to live your life without a loved one. So just take it one day at a time. Don't think about your entire lifetime. Just take it one day at a time. The more days that you go through and see that you can make it, the better you'll become at showing your love through grief each day. Hopefully you'll go from depression and sadness to gratitude and peace. Just give it some time. So I hope that you feel inspired to be patient with yourself and others as they go through the grieving process, to find ways to cope that will benefit you and not harm you, and to take it one day at a time. While you celebrate Christmas this year, remember to show up for those who are going through the worst of times right now. Your presence may be the best present that someone receives this year. 
So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way.